Laugh. DJ laugh on the ones and twos. <laughs> hey, boy, he started mixing for a second. Though. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thursday. Welcome to Change Your Lives, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. We got an awesome show tonight. If you if you are a sports fan, especially a National Football League fan, I'm pretty sure you've noticed in the news the, the story about uh, Ed Reed, uh, the former coach of Bethune-Cookman University. And uh, I don't think Bethune University or college, but uh, you know what I mean, down in Daytona, the HBCU. Uh, he was recently, his contract wasn't ratified uh, in regards to a few things that happened. And we'll talk about what all transpired. But I want to discuss that our uh, title of tonight's show is Airing Our Dirty Laundry. Mm. And I want to have an open discussion in regards to, because we talk about it a lot, uh, not just you know, a situation like that from a business perspective, we even talk about it from a personal perspective, kind of like what we uh, was maybe a couple weeks back. Mm-hmm. With Master P and Romeo, right. just like, hey man, you know, what the hell do we supposed to keep in house? Right. Why everybody got to know our business? And so that's why I want you know, tie the night show there and our dirty laundry is like, you know, what's family business, and what is you know the whole world need to see. The whole world, okay. And, and, and I want to have that discussion. And you got, and you know how it is when I when when we do our shows. It's not that I try to say like my way is the right way, but just more so. Let's have discussion. Let's everybody talk about it. You know, just you know, get a feel for how everybody everybody think. Cause uh, I had a good, I was at uh, the cigar shop. Shout right. out to uh, Groovy Blues and McDonald. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys at McDonald, George, Henry County, Mac, man, make sure you check out or the South Side period. Check out Gro- uh, Groovy Blues and McDonald. My man uh, John owns it. You know, tell him Pooch sent you. That's right. And uh, but we had a good discussion. I just came out and asked the guys. You know, and it's uh, it's, it's unique to just get a whole rainbow of different opinions and stuff in regards mm-hmm. to everybody think what happened so that was pretty cool with doing that but uh uh guys right now we're streaming live on facebook youtube instagram tiktok linkedin and twitter the main hub is the youtube channel change the lives hosted by your truly deontay burton we have over 500 videos on the youtube channel the channel is, um for the most part has always been like a motivational family-based channel i've changed to kind of navigate it to more of a black fatherly advice channel and everything but if you're a white father, blue father, <laughs> you're still welcome to it. Or any, right. Just even a mother, but 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 just more so. What I want to do is just more so have good discussions to help you know in the development of young men and people, okay. regardless. So uh, in, in this situation, that's why I want to talk about it because far too often I think people have conversations where they need to learn something called tact or a different way to uh, go about things. Now again, I'm necessarily. It is disclaimer, right. saying that my way is it's the right, right way, right. but you know I think it don't work for me. And I do think, you know, depending on what kind of track you're trying to go in life, uh, uh, it probably be more beneficial. Mm-hmm. So you know, again, the night show we're talking about airing our dirty laundry. Uh, it was something I wanted to uh, say. Lab, damn, I'm going blank. Uh, well, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's going on? Man, what's happening with your brother? Not much. Another Thursday. Yeah. The best day of the week, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's been a long week, though. Shit. It feel like it's been it feel like it's a long week. Like, Tax season done started. Right. Rabbi Ray Farm. <laughs> Rabbi Ray Farm. What I got? <laughs> they coming in. What I got, Deontay? Right. <laughs> Deontay, you sent on my W-2 with right, my 1099. Right. <laughs> Woo! Shout out to all my customers. Right. Boy. <laughs> Keep your brother working. Keep you working, right? Shit, That's man, a good I'm, thing, though. Man, I'm going to tell you something. You know, oh, and before I say that, I want to say what's up to my other producer, Slip 316. What's up, Reek? In the building. What I was about to forget was, well, Reek just did put the number up. You know, okay. I'm about to get a, a calling number. I'll get that in a second. But before I say this, I want to give a shout-out to everybody in Griffin, Georgia. I had to go down there this morning to drop one of my clients' payroll checks out. Okay. And I knew the storm had hit, and hit on the right. news. Man, I drove through there. 
Man, it looked like, like a damn war zone oh, down Oh, okay. It was that. Ter- it was it's worse in 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 well, live and in person. Yeah, because you don't tell. You can tell they've done a lot of work to clean the roads back up. Uh-huh. But a lot of these, like they, these like them old Georgia oh, hanging trees. Right, right. And like, they all everywhere <laughs> laid down. <laughs> they laid right. down everywhere, stacked up and everything. Uh-huh. It was crazy, man. Wow. Like I said, you know, I had you know you 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 knew about it, you heard about it in the news. I even called and check. I even called my clients and checked them. Say, hey, y'all, I and stuff like that. The man drive through there this morning. I'm like all over the road on all those streets. You just see these big, humongous old oaks and everything mm-hmm. stacked on top of each other. Like, what the hell? And you know, a lot of. I mean, sound funny, but it is what it is. There's a lot of shotgun houses down mm-hmm. there, and I'm talking about the damn ten peel back, everything tilted over. Right. It's a damn mess down there. So. Yeah. Shout out to everybody down in Griffin, Georgia, man. You know, hope everybody's safe and sound. You're doing okay. But, hell, that was, I seen that this morning like, whoa. Wow. You know, hell, you know, man, they, that threw me off, man. You know, I just I, I knew about it, but I wasn't thinking about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but, so, please shout out to them. With that saying, yeah, damn, now, like, Real good. quick, uh, Sonia Wiseman and Timothy, uh, I can't see his last name. Oh, Kenny said, what's up? What's going on? What's going on? Sonya Wise, that was my one of my first loves. <laughs> she she in Texas, man. That was, that was my old girl. Right. When I live when I, when I uh, when I was stationed in Texas, I want to say happy belated birthday to her. Okay, happy birthday. Happy Sonya. birthday, Sonya. <laughs> my girl from twenty years ago. Right. Over twenty, thirty years ago. That's what's happening. Um. Uh, man, got me thinking about Sonya, man. Threw me, that threw me the hell off. Uh, uh, yeah, the, oh, guys, make sure you call in tonight to call in up for the show. It's 678 740 8894. Yeah, I think about 678 740 9894. Think about them pretty gold teeth. All them pretty gold teeth. Yeah, it was all in my mind for a second. Mm. Yeah, birthday song again. That's 678 740 9894. Lab, you help me out. You know, I'm all special. Here. Right. He got the number in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Back a couple weeks. I've been trying to shoot off a damn head. Yeah, I'm only smoking cigars. The only one. That's why I wrote yeah. it right there. I'm smoking cigars, drinking scotch, trying to remember the damn number on top of my head. Everybody do a show. We waiting for Rico to put the number. Yeah. <laughs> they be like, where the number at? Where we gonna put the number? Nah, that's cool, but I, 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 I appreciate it. I appreciate right. it. Right. But yeah, man, you know, we're just talking about everything. Uh, uh, I just, I, I want to really have that uh, conversation. Um, again, everybody, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Again, this is uh, Change the Line, hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. We're talking about uh, Coach Ed Reed uh, and Aaron out there laundry. Okay, mm-hmm. stream live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Feel free to call in, get the number. You see, see the number, the tagline, the number 678-740-9894. So please tune in. Uh, uh, I mean, give us a call. Give us a call and everything. I really want people to add to the discussion tonight because there are so, uh, so many people got so many different views yeah, yeah. on yeah. this particular subject. But just give a backdrop to the story. Um, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, and, and uh, maybe three weeks now, I don't think it's been a month. Uh, you know, we had so much fanfare with the uh, departure of, Deion Sanders leaving Jack State University, mm-hmm. going to the University of Colorado, take their foot, head coaching job for that football team. And he's seen Ed Reed. Ed Reed is probably one of the top 100 football players of all time, retired NFL player. Okay. And uh, Ed Reed was given the head coaching job mm-hmm. at Bethune-Cookman University, like I said, which is HBCU okay. in Daytona, Florida. 
and um, Ed Reed, I know he had a position. He had a position. He was working for the University of Miami's football team. I don't think he was in the capacity of a coach. Mm-hmm. But I think he was just somewhere, you know, from the admin, player personnel, something okay. like that. We're doing it. But I know the brother ain't had no head coaching experience. Okay. And it's kind of like going back to when we was uh, talking a couple of weeks ago in regards to uh, 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 when Deion Sanders even got his position. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand the whole process of being a formal NFL great. But, you know, you got a lot of people out here cutting their damn brothers, cutting their teeth, going through the ranks. Mm-hmm. They just getting superseded. Right. And I think because of uh, fandom. Right. And, and, and it's unique, and I'm going to get to it. I seen an interview with uh, Reggie Theus, who's, you know, NBA. I don't, I don't know if Reggie Theus is a Hall of Fame basketball player. I know he's a uh, fam- uh, former NBA star. He played for the Hawks back in the day. But, okay. he was, you know, but, but Theus is the a athletic director at Bethune Cookman. Okay. And he even said, you know, in the interview I seen last night, he was stating that, you know, uh, he understood that his brother didn't have really any coaching experience, uh-huh. much less even head coaching experience. He just said, you know, they were school, they were in dire need of fun, and uh, Ed, we, Ed Reed could bridge a gateway to bring funding into the school. Okay. He said that. Uh-huh. He, he just, he, he said he felt that his lack of coaching experience wasn't negatively impacted. He okay. said he felt that he could get uh, other seasoned coaches in to kind of, um, uh, compensate okay. for the head coach's experience. And, and, and I don't necessarily know if I would do uh, at a university level mm-hmm. or anything like that, but I understood. Okay, I understood, understood his his premise uh, with doing that. Basically and everything. trying to get funding, help, help with the funding. Process. Yeah, because this guy, you know, he's four men felt great. He's mm-hmm. one of those gatekeepers mm-hmm. to be able to uh, do that and just be able to kind of like, like you heard so much with Dion. He leveraged right. a lot of relationships he had. Mm-hmm. Uh, coincidentally, probably had, you know, good staff in place to have to help with that stuff, and, and that's what he was looking uh, for a similar formula with Ed Reed because, you know, what I'm seeing so many people, like, Ed Reed won the best and everything, but I don't think people understand, like, you still don't know if he can coach. Right. And that's one of the things about it, uh, you know, you being expired and having a a, a, a storied career, uh, I think we've seen that with Magic Jones. A lot of them guys, you know, they, you know, cha- you know mm-hmm. can't, you know, transition into that. Some some are. You see, with uh, uh, I don't know if Jeff Saturday is a Hall of Fame player or not, but he's probably headed that way. Mm-hmm. And they just got him straight out of damn Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I know Saturday graduated the same year I did uh, out of Sprayberry, okay. but but he, he was a uh, uh, coaching one of those uh, 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 private Christian private schools, uh-huh. and they just pulled him, had him coaching Indianapolis Colts. I think the last eight games. Really? Uh, the, hell yeah! But hell, you, know, you know Steve uh, Steve Kerr. He played with the Bulls. He a good. He pretty good coach. Yeah, but Steve Kerr went through the ranks. Right, right. Assistant coach, player. You know, he went, you know, uh-huh. he, he got a head coaching job well over 10 years after. Right. You know, right. He, he, he in his uh, career. So it wasn't like he just got it. Okay. You know, he paid his dues. Okay. You know, okay. you know what that said. So that was that was the thing about it. And the majority of those guys had, you know, former players. Mm-hmm. But that's my whole point of it is, is that, you know, and we take Steve Kerr out of it because he's white. But I'm talking about just brothers, you know, because yeah, one of yeah. the biggest things we hear is uh, – so many brothers not getting opportunities to, to be in these capacities, mm-hmm. and um, that's two glaring examples of brothers. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm happy anytime anybody get an opportunity to do anything. What's going on here? Oh Lord, that, the live done stopped on uh on uh TikTok. <laughs> that's why I'm be on TikTok, bro. What the hell is going on? <laughs> so I report your TikTok live. Man, I don't know who this? Oh. Yeah, let me let me let me let me address this right quick. 
You ain't say nothing bad, did you? I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> no, I ain't said a damn thing, man. Some damn somebody made it. Oh Lord, Lord, you can't keep you can't keep them happy on the tick, <laughs> bro. Bro, this 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 is getting old. Right, right. This is getting old exactly. for real. Exactly. This is getting old for real, man. I just sheesh. But you about to skip it? Come on, back talk to. Talk well, no, nah, I was just trying to people. get it in because it was, it was locked up and everything, uh, just okay. in case I can get back on now. But long story short, man. Uh, um, what I wanted to say, what, what, what was that, Lyle? Help me out. You was um, my all time of kicking in. <laughs> you was saying that you you were glad to see that brothers was getting getting some opportunities. Yeah. Uh, with the coaching positions, because a lot of them wasn't getting it. Yeah, that's a, uh, and that was a glaring example of you uh, looking at fandom mm-hmm. and you putting the people ahead of them because you know you felt like you know hey this, this new rock star hire. Right. And you know you start asking the question. Gee, what was you expecting? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you know, you, you know, you, you know, you if, if if you know this person and had it, and you are like, oh, hey, he's passionate. Uh-huh. And you see all these videos, every cussing. You know, you see him a, a very awesome player, but you see a lot of videos. He's cussing everybody out, mm-hmm. rattling the troops in the studio. What the hell you thought you were gonna see? Right. You know, uh, <laughs> at your job and everything, <laughs> because you know one of the biggest things with that. But, the video that went viral a couple weeks ago, um, he said that someone was calling him. I don't think it was meant for him to post it, mm-hmm. do that, but he was going off about the facility being molded, um, his office was trashed, mm-hmm. and all this other kind of stuff. And I think he was having a conversation with somebody, but wasn't expecting it to uh, be, be recorded. Well, look at this sexy red bone. You can't say any cuss words on there, or your live will be out. Uh, I didn't think I said any cuss words. I don't think I said any cuss words. Well, they don't. I, I know what it is. It's, it's a it's a change of life hater because I know damn well I said a cuss word here too on uh, Mr. Short Dollar. All right. They don't do anything, but you know, again, you know, we we, we ain't worried about That's it. That's life in the big city. Yeah, they, they, there you go. And the train keep rolling. What you let about me, say? I, let me say. I, let me ask you this though. Uh, they may not have had coaching experience, but it's like when you get a job, when you go to a regular job. They say they want experience, so they won't hire you until you get experience. But how can you get experience if you're not hired? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but you don't have to get a head coaching job. You can get a position coach or a coordinator job. Okay. Like, you don't have to get a head coaching job experience. Like, these guys had no, you know, coach. I know D.I. had coached some uh, wreck in high school. Mm-hmm. He had never coached collegiate level. Well, and I, I, yeah, and I think that was the, that was the, that was probably the bad part. But it was only 25 days. I don't even, did they even give him an opportunity to coach? He have a damn contract. So oh, they, they see they, they he, he wasn't on the contract. They didn't ratify his contract. Oh, okay. So that's what it was. And, and uh, what Reggie Theus was saying last night, the athletic director, he was just saying like the conversation to me that they had, a, and, and I do think this was shady. He said the conversation that they had behind closed doors, like, "Hey man, this ain't gonna work. Let's get on to part ways and keep it moving." And then this past weekend they had a. Uh, What's been going viral is the videos of he was telling, I think he called he called Dion Sanders on the live while he was in there talking to some recruits and parents saying, you know they wasn't gonna keep him and that has been went viral. And he called Dion in the middle of it and he was uh talking about Reggie Steele said they had already had the conversation uh-huh. that you're gonna part away. He wasn't expecting him to uh, announce that to the parents on the recruiting. Right. The problem with all that is what lab. Like, you got you recruiting people under false pretenses. A lot of times, people do say, uh, 
a kid is going to the school, they're not going there for the coach. Right. But if that's the deal, you need to have your professor recruit and right. not the damn coaches. Right. If, if, if that was the case. Right. And, uh, you would be working so hard paying the coaches more than you pay anybody else in the school if they wasn't coming there for the coach. Think about that, though. I mean, the, the common sense knowledge of that. Like, if they're not coming there for the coach, then why are you paying the coach 4 or $5 million a year? That's uh, asking me that. Mississippi State, Alabama, Alabama, all them, all them, them big football schools. Mm-hmm. If they if the players are not coming there for the coach, why pay the coach more than anybody else in the school? Well, they know that. Plus, you know, again, the coaches make more money for the school than anybody else. Exactly. And uh, I thought that was kind of shady, you know, what he said. And I'm talking about the athletic director, Richard Stevens. He was saying that we were just going to kind of address that later. But you know, I I, uh, I didn't like that. Especially being a, as a parent, you know, had kids that, you know, played college ball and went there. Um, that's a very scary moment. It's also a moment where you want to be able to trust people. Mm-hmm. It's a business. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's a business because, you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to use you. You got to use them. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. But a lot of times I think people just don't uh, um, want to uh, be honest about certain things because they think from a monetary standpoint. And I do think this is one of them times. Just like with Jackson State and Bethune-Cookman, sometimes you be greedy, bite you in the butt. Mm-hmm. Because, again, people say, I feel like with Dion, they feel like, well, he left the school and he, uh, 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 this was been by HBCUs and helping kids. I do think he was passionate about the job while he was there. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you have to stop trying to progress for yourself. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, okay. So yeah. I'm just going to stop here. I'm stagnant here yeah. because... Yeah, when I'm at this job, I'm going to give it 200%. Mm-hmm. Not 100, not mm-hmm. 150, 200%. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I'm looking for better for myself. And I think a lot of times people just feel like, okay, for whatever damn reason, mm-hmm. that you can, you, you got to do what they like for you to do, right. not what you want to do what's best for yourself, yourself you know. Right. And uh, especially us, mm-hmm. especially us. You know, we start talking about that and, you know, your personal progression. How dare you? Right. And, you know, and I – and. But, you know, to get the back to what we were talking about tonight in regards to the show, in regards to airing our dirty laundry, what I want to have a discussion about anyway is just that um, how people feel about how it was done. Mm-hmm. So, guys, if you can, I really would appreciate if uh, people could call in 678-740-9894 because I want to get different perspectives. You know, don't be afraid. I ain't going to ask you, you know, your social security number <laughs> nothing like that. But I would appreciate if people can call in to talk about, again, the number 678 678- Seven four zero nine eight nine four. Let me see if I can pin this on. And 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 uh, when you guys call in, please cut off your your live or you cut down your volume on your video. You may be watching or or your the, or on the radio if you may be listening to yourself talk. Turn that down because that creates back uh, feedback for us. Please and thank you. <laughs> I I I I me me me, me. you you, you. <laughs> but but here's the thing, man. Cause like like I said, I want to have this conversation. I think far too often what we see in the public is people making emotional responses. Mm-hmm. I've been pissed off. I've been done wrong and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Hell, I you know from professional standpoint, personal standpoint. But um, I never. And went down that road of trying to uh, handle shit in public. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. I'd have some, you, you remember uh, what it was a year ago? Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know it, I can talk about it now. I had my ex-father-in-law went rampant oh, on my yeah. social media. <laughs> on social media. Just posting yeah. all kind of lies. 
posting this and that, you right. know, just what I done did and everything. Poor fella, you know, I think the man. During the line. During the line. <laughs> crazy as hell. And I, I chose to, you know, like, look, I ain't finna argue with this damn crazy man. He off in the Philippines, probably sucking on some bad coconuts. And uh, Let him be. Let him be, man. Because, cause you know, I can't sit here and tell people to move a certain way. Especially when I'm, when I'm mentoring youth, uh-huh. and then I'm sitting here going back and forth with this damn fool in the Philippines. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And so that was a classic example. I want to say something, because mm-hmm. you feel some type of way. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when things happen to you, I understand the point of it is you want to defend yourself because here's the deal, lab. We understand. And, uh, uh, I would tell people, you know, you know, I, I'm a big fan of the Pivot Podcast with a. Uh, Channing Crowder, Fred Tate, and uh, mm-hmm. Ryan Clark, and they had Kwame Brown, former number one pick, you know, and he, and he said something that did stick. He was like, people call me labels as a bust, but they kind of affected me even with my endorsement deals and stuff like right, that. Right, right. So for me to be sitting on here a lot of times talking about family and mentoring and, you know, raising my sons and mm-hmm. stuff like that, people say this, but damn, man, he, he beating on his ex-wife. He doing it. Man, we ain't no damn domestic violence. Right. He doing this, he doing that. My sons come on my damn show. Right. You know what I'm saying? And... People a lot of times allow you, so you kind of feel sometimes like it can, some negative information can't hurt, can, you. Can hurt you. Because uh, uh, you see guys, who's the guy that just went through the whole damn rape thing recently and it got, uh, damn, it was somebody. It's one of these uh, pro players and people saying like, that's what people are going to remember him by mm. and everything. Sometimes that do stick, sometimes it don't. We remember, I remember years ago when, Cobra going through his thing. Right. And everything. Sometimes it sticks, sometimes it don't. don't. I do think sometimes, you know, winning the time kind of, you know, let things kind of, you know, play out. Right. But I say all that to say, damning information can hurt you. It can. And you can turn around, people like, man, this dude here, man, Mr. Change Your Lives, Short Dollar, he's sitting here talking all this stuff about family, mm-hmm. you know, and just look what he's doing. Look he doing. what he's doing on Cause social media. Yeah, cause, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, this damn fool posting all this stuff about me, right? right? So I can understand wanting to defend yourself because it's easy for, let's say, and we just speaking, you know, hypothetical laughs that put you, man, leave that alone. Mm-hmm. Leave that alone. I get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, because that ain't you to go back and forth. Right. But it's not that you want to go tit for tat. You just hear the whole threat of, like, damn, man, bro, I done work hard for this. Right. And so people see a post, what's going on and everything like that. Now you're sitting there stuck. Because what I found out then was what? I'm going to tell you what I found out, lab. When, um, uh, you can't delete all them damn post off. No, you got to put, uh, <laughs> shit. You can hide them. I found that. I, I did when I went to Facebook to try to delete it. They they, they try to, they validated the uh, the seat was uh-huh. what. And, and, and I couldn't get all that stuff out. So I got this stuff sitting out there uh-huh. with this, you know, man and put all this stuff about me. Like, damn, man. Hey, you know, hey, me and your daughter didn't get along. Right. We grew apart. Right. But why are you doing this to me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, and and, and 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 so I can see it from that perspective, mm-hmm. and sometimes, but then at, at some point, sometimes people need, and that's why I appreciate all my family and friends because sometimes you need people to say, hey, hey, let, that, let go. that go. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and people can understand. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And you know, yeah, some people like I do it. <laughs> I got some pity bit ass friends. <laughs> nah, but nah, and but that wasn't me to do that. Right. So I I, I do understand. You know how a person can get off because you know you can just be all cool and stuff like that. But a lot of times when our reputation and it takes you what you've done for a whole lifetime can be wiped out with one, one damn post, one post, one, one post, one allegation. Yeah. Now, 
and not even not even a true allegation. That's the bad part. It could be somebody just said you did something. Come on now, come on now. And you start people start talking about you hit somebody, rape somebody. Hell, you know, uh, Mr. Short Dollar kissing that boy. Right. And then the boy come out and say, I kissed him. Right. What? Hey, what the? Right. Man. Yeah, you wouldn't even hey, tell that day. Lord, I know I ain't been perfect. But they don't ever put me in that one. <laughs> you wouldn't even tell that day. You, you got confidence. But he was like, I don't like boy, but if I like him, that part wouldn't be my type. Right. He was in yeah. the, what the? Hey, man, I, hey, I, I couldn't imagine. Right. Because then you think about it, man, if you even getting that kind of stuff, how the hell, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's just the damage control. You know, just how... It's, a, it's major damage control. Yeah. The wrong thing put out about you is major damage control. I, I can say you get out of it. I can say I get out of it. I because you have some people believe like, oh, <laughs> he didn't do that, but do you have a lot of people believe, oh, he did that. You get what I'm saying? So you're not gonna ever get it clear, clear. Man, your reputation is not gonna go back to the pre-allegation. It's not gonna happen. Well, it, 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 and it affects you in a certain way. Right. You know. You know, he's an abuser. He likes trannies. He uh-huh. do this and he do Man, you be sitting there like, what the hell? And, and, and that can shift you. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, what in the hell? But that was just a, I, I remember that, man. And, and, and uh, that didn't negatively impact me. You know, and I, and I think probably my reputation and what I've done in the community uh-huh. superseded and everybody was kind of looking like, who that crazy man? Who this, that right, man? Right. And a lot of people did come to my defense. But I feel like I just got lucky with that too, though, like. I really felt like I got lucky with that. And I, a lot of times, people don't necessarily know how to handle conflict mm-hmm. or handle things that don't really necessarily need to be in conflict, right. you know? So I like having these conversations with people because far too often, especially with our young black men, uh, you see guys, no, 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 let me stop, with our black men, because I've seen too many videos or posts where Again, they're more influential because they're actually, you know, popular like celebrities. Mm-hmm. Hey, this guy said this about me. This is my response. Mm-hmm. And this guy said this is my response. Why the hell are you responding? Right. Why are you responding? Well, so I guess at some point, I guess at some point, like you said, they're kind of popular like celebrities. They feel that they need to respond. Yeah. They, 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 some, you may not have to respond. So they say uh, no response is, is a response, but a lot of people feel like, no, I need to say something. Like, they may feel like they're going to lose fans. They may feel like they're going to lose sponsorship. They hope they feel like something's going to happen to them where it's going to be detrimental to their future if they do not respond. Then sometimes it's just pettiness. Sometimes it's your damn ego. <laughs> right. Lab, let me tell you something, man. I believe from the bottom of my heart, at the end of the day, um, you know... When, who you can and can't have an actual intellectual conversation mm-hmm. with, a man conversation where you say your piece, I say my piece, we can agree to disagree, mm-hmm. split ways. You know if you sit there talking to damn fool that, you know, they ain't processing nothing you saying mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, how many times you had a conversation with somebody, you sit there and say your piece and they be like, so you saying I did that? Right. And you like, no, nah, man, where right. the hell you get that right. from? Right. You know what I'm saying? What, 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 what would you pull... What would you pull that out of the conversation? Right. Like, that ain't what I'm talking about. And I got to be honest. I used to be that tight. I used to, I, I got to respond. But now, I don't respond. Now, it's more like, it's like, okay. Like, I don't, I don't feel like it's necessary anymore. Like, I used to, I used to tiff attach you now. Like, mm-hmm. you say something, I, no, nah, that ain't what happened. I'm going to say this. Now, it's like, okay. Okay. 
That's fine. I'm going to say what I got to say, but I'm not going to get into a deep conversation with you about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say my piece, let you say your piece, and once you say yours, I'm going to be like, okay. Okay, yeah. But let me, <laughs> ask, you, let me ask you this. What got you out of that? Um, Maturity, time. Okay. Older, time. Got you. You know, I'm 52, and I always say I, my summers are limited, uh -huh. and I don't have, I, every minute I waste arguing with you about something simple, yeah. it's one, minute, one less minute I have to live life. So right. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to waste time with the, with the mundane you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it, you know no no i feel you with it hey uh i just seen one of my kids torn he just called it hey t if you want to call in the number it's uh not my phone number call the calling number seven six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four i got the tag on the at the bottom of the uh the chat again the number the calling number is and it's for anybody six seven eight seven four zero nine eight nine four again the call in six seven eight seven four zero Nine eight nine four. That's the call in number. So please, please, please. I want everybody to call in and add to the conversation. Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, that's interesting. You uh, you say that lab because again, a lot of times as as men as we get older and mature, mm -hmm. we can admit certain things. Mm -hmm. But that's uh -huh. man. But but I but I know, like you know, probably until like man, I can't talk to this damn fool. Right. Like I can't do that. You know, I have we've had videos here. People call like man, I can't respond to them mm -hmm. because no matter what I say, they not at a. Uh, a maturity level. Mm -hmm. I ain't even, I don't even want to use the word intellectual because a lot of it just be damn, you know, not technical conversation, more so like common sense. Like, I can't talk to this person. Right. Because they see things one way, mm -hmm. and no matter what I say or what I do, they mm -hmm. still going to feel the way they are. You know, and it's not to even change uh, the way somebody think. It's more so like we can't even talk to grown folks. Right. Because you so wide up, and it's, and it's very difficult. Uh, please don't take this the wrong way, ladies. You can handle females being a little bit more emotional and impulsive mm -hmm. with their responses. It's a whole different dynamic when you start having that with men. Right. You know, we're doing that like, hey, man, come on now. Right. That's what you just pulled from that. Again, guys, the call-in number is 678-740-9894. Anybody got to come uh -uh, in? Uh-uh, that's a uh, Okay. Tell everybody hello. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's real tough, you know, to, to, to do that. So I've been looking at the whole thing. With uh, even when uh, uh, the interim uh, president for the school, for Bethune Cookman, uh -huh. he was in an uh, interview by Roland Martin. And Roland Martin also subsequently interviewed Ed Reed. But when the, uh, the interim president had stated, we, 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 we let you know, Ed Reed know that we were looking for a uh, Christian based uh -huh. uh, school with you know high values and stuff. And we don't want to have you know, the cursing because everybody, I think a lot of people seen that rant. Mm -hmm. We went on by this office with trash, and like you said, the, the kids went out, and you know, uh, they 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 actually doing protests down there because some of the uh, living conditions mm -hmm. with the mold and all that kind of stuff. Um, the president, even the athletic director, did state, you know, they recently had a hurricane down there, mm -hmm. uh, and so a lot of facilities were you know damaged because of that. I, I think a lot of that stuff was pre-hurricane, right? You know, just <laughs> right. keeping it. Blame real. on the hurricane. Yeah, 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 right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think a lot of that stuff was pre-hurricane. That uh, that was going on down there, but I just think that uh, let's see, I'm trying to see if I got anybody else. A lot of stuff was pre-hurricane, but man, even make you feel a little better to kind of uh -huh. get through that. But I, 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 uh, uh, I think it's one of the situations that wish it, it could have been covered up, mm -hmm. but it's not. I, you know, I told you this a lot of times. My whole thing with HBCUs, um. I, you know, I went to a PWI, mm -hmm. uh, both of them, you know, every school I went to once, I probably said Atlanta Metro. Okay. You know, shout out to Metro. Metro. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Metro like half and half. Really? Mm. <laughs> Atlanta Metro, shout out. Shout out. I went to Atlanta Metro when it was still damn Stewart. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was still Stewart Al. It wasn't yeah, the Metropolitan. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? They had just closed Nicky's, you know oh, what I'm saying? Just but it's still with a strip. It's still with a strip. You can party when you get out of class. Right. Yes, sir. Right. They walking up and down the street. Right. Yes, sir. Let me spend some of my VA money. Right. But uh, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, uh, with that said, I still go back to a lot of times. I feel like that HBCUs have still enough alumni. People say, well, they lack funding mm-hmm. and don't have that. How the hell you like funding? Mm-hmm. How the hell you? These these schools are over 100 years old. Right. I know they have at least 100 alumni. Right. That can donate ten thousand dollars. Right. I mean, you know, again. I mean, like, all, I mean think about all the. All that's the, a small all, number. All the sororities and fraternities that went there, how they connect, how they make good money, why they well, can't get back to. Well, just from a percentage standpoint, right. like, you're talking about a hundred years. Right. And um, uh, but don't it's by by that old because uh, you know it was it was founded by Mayor uh Mayor um uh, Mayor McLeod Bethune mm-hmm. and we saying around right. I, I think we said you know, it wrong. But you think we're saying it wrong? I think so. But, but you know who the hell founded it. Right. Yeah, Mary McLeod Bethune. That's it. I'm yeah. looking at so we can be right. And we're going to be right on this. Project. But but see, with that said, I know it's a damn 100 years old. Mm-hmm. I know damn well it's 100 years old. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, I know it was. It had to be. It, it wasn't founded in the damn. Uh, uh, wasn't it founded in the 1800s? I'm about to, I'm about to tell you. Bethune Cookman University, right? Uh huh. 1904. 1904. So okay, so that's early 1900s. Mm-hmm. So that's the and school at least 120. Mary McLeod Bethune. Mary McLeod Bethune. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. APS graduate. I got it. Mm-hmm. Hey, but think about it, bro. That's at least 120 years old. Right. So we start talking about just 100 alumni can donate ten thousand dollars. I don't think that's out of the norm. Right. And I think that's you know, and that's a million dollars that uh-huh. each at least to me each HBCU right. where to do it. But you know, you got these damn. Ten, twenty dollars. Everybody packing out the games, doing all. Right. I, like I can't understand that. I cannot understand that because that is something that I know these white institutions do not go go through. They don't go through that. They don't. They they they, they don't. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I'm just really. But they also have good football. Going back. No to damn Henry. football. Take football out the okay. damn mix. Take football the hell okay. out the damn mix. You know. Uh, just just. Take, yeah, I'm talking about just cutting the check down. And all yeah, exactly. Day. That's right. exactly right. what I'm talking about. Right. Damn football, right. you know, football pays for itself. Football uh-huh. is the revenue, you know, it will pay. That's, you know, that's the reason why, you know, uh, 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 a good football program will bring the money in to fill it up, take care of everything else in your school. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about just alumni giving back. Mm-hmm. I don't say how the hell It's hard for me to understand that. Do you think, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you think that, uh, you know, um, the other college, the white colleges, reach out more to they to to their alumni than than black colleges do. Because the HBCUs do. I mean, do HBCUs reach out? Do they talk? Do they contact and solicit those? You know, those funds. Man, I mean, probably ask the white folks in the government give them money. How the hell they don't ask alumni? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. saying I, 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 do they even keep up with their alumni <laughs> like that? I mean, that's it's, hey, it's hey, certain hey, things hey, that I can't even feel sorry for whatever road <laughs> whatever road you try to go down. I try to go down the road yeah. of there. There has to be. It's, there has to be a disconnect somewhere in the in the in the program. No, it don't disconnect. It don't disconnect. People just don't want to get back and take care of their stuff. Okay, okay. People don't want to get that. That's what it is. Okay. On the ten to twelve percent of HBCU alumni donate back to the school. Okay. Real talk. And, and here's the deal. That's if you know I don't want to hear this about 
misuse of funds and all this other kind of stuff, mm-hmm. that goes on everywhere. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know, just stuff with, you know, HBCUs are black interview. Right. Uh, they, they still in the white schools too, but mm-hmm. you know what? I be damned they're going to let it close. Right. They ain't going to let it close. They ain't going to let it see coming. There ain't going to be no more brown nah, nah, nah. going on. Hell no. Nah. We're going to prosecute their ass, uh-huh. but we, this school ain't going to close in the meantime. Right. No, and they ain't going to lose their accreditation. Uh-huh. And it's, it, it's sad because um, I don't think a lot of times you got to put yourself in them type of position. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, we're, we're doing certain things. And, and, and I think a lot of times people try to skip over the accountability piece. Okay. Like I can bring up to, you know, to what you, what you, you know, and, and I know where you're heading, Lamb, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate it. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure all these HBCU alumni appreciate it too. Right. But that's what happened too much. People try to skirt around instead of look at what, what, what they could have did. Mm-hmm. Well, we need it. The government should donate this, this, that, and that. Yeah, they can. But what the hell are you doing for yourself? Okay. You know what I'm saying? You can push it. If you can say, hey, go to these schools. You know, damn, man, how the hell y'all school don't have no damn money? Right. Real talk. Right. Real talk. I can understand the school should get this from the government. I, I get I get that whole conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm not tripping on that. But the school still should be self-sufficient. Well, let me ask you a question, though. The schools that might be struggling a little bit more, how is it that, you know, schools like Morehouse and, and um, Spelman, HBCUs, Hampton, HBCU, how all them schools are able to, we just said it. To, to, Could the alumni get back? To, you know, get over the hump. Yeah, you just said it. Okay. You start talking Hampton, Howard, Spelman, Morehouse. Yeah. Super big endowments. Right. Because they cut the checks. Okay. And and to that point you just said, they don't have these uh, prima donna athletic programs either. They they don't. You know, uh, uh, we're doing. I have no football after no. that Spelman. No. Well, well, you know, that's all girls. They better have yeah. no football over there. <laughs> well, they can't have one, but... Uh, <laughs> Boy, we're gonna leave the LGBT y'all down. <laughs> I mean, but, but yeah, I, I just I'm just wondering how do they how do they they cut checks? How right? they yeah, how they fill they the cut gaps? Checks. They cut checks. You know they cut checks. I was gonna go to, to Morehouse. That was my school. You know what I'm saying? But I, I like I said before, couldn't handle the, the adjustment of here in oh. Chicago, so I went back to the University of Illinois. But you I'm, know what I'm, saying? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that they have. Uh, Probably opportunities they probably can do a lot more from a, a monetary standpoint themselves, but doing certain things. But you know, you, you, those are perfect examples of probably alumni giving back. Probably, because, like I said, probably could be a lot more. Uh, a lot more. I because mean, because uh, Bethune Cookman had a forty-seven point eight million dollar endowment in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, but, it, but that depends on what your budget is too, though. Like, right, right. You know, we're doing everything like that. You know, just to 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 do that. You know, again, I just. I, 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 you know, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. You know, again, you, you, you can be certain things you can get into. Excuse me, because again, even the endowment, I don't know how much it costs to run a school. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, but I can sit here and say to yourself, say to myself, like, look, man, depending on who you got in charge, how forward thinking they are, business minded and stuff like that. You know, it can, it can, it can go left quick. Mm-hmm. It can go left quick, man, if you ain't got the right people in in place in your organization. Uh, so I, I, um, I, I wonder about that a lot because again, so many times we put people in certain places. I, uh, uh, family perspectives, mm-hmm. where people can sit here and say, well, you know, you, you've seen just like I seen, folks put a post on there about what you know family member did. Uh, people that are married, couples, you know, posting this, that, posting pictures. 
it was a uh, reposted it. Interesting. Uh, reposted yesterday. A young lady in Texas was having an affair with a married man, mm -hmm. and said she was gonna tell the man's wife. Okay. okay. And text the lady. And said, I got something to tell you. We mm -hmm. posted that yesterday. Okay. And they found that lady dead. Right. And uh, they charged the guy. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I ain't trying to be controversial. Why would you do that? What, what what reason? I ain't saying she need to be dead. Right. But I'm saying that why in the hell would you, what positive you thought were going to come out of talking, you know what I'm saying? Right. Touch baby with his wife. Right. I can understand folk being upset, this, that, and that, but. You don't know what's gonna happen when folks snap. Right. And I and that was just something to think about, like with, you know, uh, there's no excuse for the guy. Mm-hmm. Tripping. Right. But, no excuse, yeah. But I, I'm just sitting there myself thinking, like, why in the hell would you stick your hand in that beehive? Mm. You know, again, we talking about airing our dirty laundry right. front and stuff like that. Some stuff like, look, if if, if ain't nothing positive gonna come out, I understand being hurt. Right. I understand being upset. I I get it. I get it. I get it. But we got something called tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And once it's out there in the atmosphere, it's it, it, you, you can't bring it back. Right. Things can be said, things can be done that you can't retract. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, don't fix everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially that shit in your database. Mm -hmm. How many fellas out here and that woman will say something to cut you? Because <laughs> at one point she told you you was the biggest. Right, right. You was the baddest. Right. <laughs> you could do it all night long. Right, right, right. And she can let you know, well, you ain't like lamp. <laughs> Right. You ain't loud. That's and then, then you gotta go in and, and, and then but see nowadays they don't tell you to your face, they go on social media and say it now. Yeah. Right, they air it out, like we said, yeah. air it out po line. Post that picture they of your birthday shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody look at him look. Uh, look at him look at that. Look at that. Uh, uh. Huh? I thought he was big pooch. Oh <laughs> Lord. That little Lord album. Right. Right. <laughs> mm. She dead wrong. Right. You know, and you you uh, <laughs> you actually those things are hard and, and, and easy to come back from. Mm -hmm. and, and, and definitely, you know what I'm saying? And uh, so often people do those impulsive things where a lot of times you just stop and think. Mm -hmm. And how, 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 who, who really won't, if I got love for you as a family member, friend, co-worker, I can understand you do me wrong, but see, I ain't got to deal with you no damn more either. I ain't got screw with you. Like, right, hey, right. hey, we keep it moving, hey, dog. We, right. I don't hate you. You know, and everything. I don't want bad on you. Yeah, yeah. But I don't need to be around yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, right. And we just keep it moving. Right, You right. know, and everything. But sometimes we start doing that kind of stuff because, you know, we talk about this a lot, lab. Shit. You know, once I go there, I don't know what you're going to come back with me. Right. Now you talking about my dang drug addicted brother. Right, right. You talking about my sister did this. And, right. Hey, man, I'm talking about you. But... No, no, no. It has to be off when you start crossing certain lines. Once you hurt me, I got to hurt you. Yeah. Once. So I, I got to bring everything. I got to, once you shoot me once, I got to bring everything I got. We talk about that all the time. I got, right. And, and you hurt my feelings. My feelings, I got to hurt your feelings worse. Hey, Dad. And we talk about that all the time because people uh, 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 don't really be prepared for for, for the uh, uh, response mm -hmm. or the get back. You know, man, look, man, 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 look well, I'm going to go over there tomorrow. And I'm going to talk to Lab and get, let him know how I feel. Mm -hmm. Look, you better be prepared because Lab might say, F you this day. Don't think, you cannot expect people to um, uh, process or mm -hmm. agree with how you feel. Right. That's the beauty of people. 
Everybody I, feel, got I feel a different way. Exactly. And exactly. I feel like my feelings are more important than your feelings. Exactly. It's like you feel like, like Poochie may say his feelings are more important than my feelings. He need to come talk to me about it. And when you get over here and talk to me, or I may say it and Poochie like, my feelings are more important than last feeling. And I get over there and talk to you, and you be like, okay. How many of us has got that courage up to go talk to our supervisor? <laughs> and tell them how much you know we work and we don't. I we need feel that like today. we, yeah, we need that raise and all that kind of stuff. And they're like, yeah, okay, they getting their chill, listening to you, cross right. their legs. Well, right now we ain't got the money for it and not out of all that kind of stuff. Or they might just tell you, look, now I don't agree with it. And a lot of times people not ready for that bounce back. They like shit. Right. Hey man, look, I done did this, that, and that, and they just have all this stuff set up. Now we tell people, you tell them folks don't know you making no money. Right. You tell them folks don't know that all the stuff you done did, you don't think they know the numbers you make, uh -huh. and they ain't came to you yet. And you go campaigning for yourself, and you you sitting there like, okay, cool, you know, I, you know, I'll work with you, like, like so, right? So they don't give a damn, and so far too often people are never ever ever prepared for that. What's that, Rico? Let's say it's a if you it's it's talk about the lady, the lady, because um, if you won't tell her, I will. It's a if you keep telling me you're unhappy, but um, you're not leaving her. I'll ask her. I'm talking about the lady telling the guy, telling the wife that you, you know. If that, we what? If you if it if you're not if you're telling me you're unhappy. If the girl he was with was he was telling her he was unhappy, but he's not doing nothing to change it. Then the girl said, "I'm gonna ask." Yeah. <laughs> well, that's called two things. Pillow talk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. Hey, hey, that go back to am I the biggest? Am I the baddest? She lied, I'm lying, we lying. <laughs> yeah, and I'm happy. Hey, shit. I'm, I'm happy now. Right. That's your job. Right. You make me happy. You know what I'm saying? God. Dog. I hate stuff like that happen, but mm -hmm. sometimes people are like, hey, man, look, what the hell? Because, mm -hmm. you know, that's the kind of thing you, you're looking at, you know, like, you know, hey, I, I hate for anybody to actually to go through stuff and everything. See, T, hey, Torrin, if you want to call in, the number 678-740-9894. You want to call in, I'll send you a call me, 678-740-9894. I hate for people that have to go through stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, but sometimes you got to sit there and look like, hey, he might have been saying, and he really might not have been happy, but here's the deal. And it's kind of like when we start looking at, you know, we start talking about it because, you know, we start, you know, personally, you know, we talk about airing our dirty laundry. Right. Your lab always complaining about this, that, and that. It ain't always that damn simple. Mm -hmm. I can't leave. Right. I can't leave the job. My child got special needs. Right. I got right. this mortgage. I got. I can't damn leave. Right. I can't leave this marriage. I can't leave this relationship. Right. Because at the end of the day, we start settling up. I be homeless. Right. Everybody, everybody want peace, but everybody can't afford peace. Peace, <laughs> peace is expensive. No real talk. Right. Right. Real talk. Right. I gotta have peace of mind. Yeah, you know, hell, you you, you rather damn have the damn uh, less peace of mind than have a piece of damn uh, bread and shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> you sleep man. in your car. <laughs> yeah. Everybody don't be looking like this. That's no damn divorce. <laughs> and, and I'm very, very damn aware of that, lad. Right, right. I'm very aware of that. Right. Don't, hey, hey, trust me, I understand that. <laughs> it's a struggle. You know, a hey, hey, real, no, real talk. Everybody don't come out of situations like that and uh, uh, be okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, you know, you can lose relationship, marriages, uh, uh, jobs, and stuff like that, and that shit could be devastating. Very, so that, that, very. That what I'm saying? Yeah, so I don't, you know, you know, people can sit here, when, when, when a person confides in you about certain things, you just, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? If the shit with that something you've been on Ben Diddy. Ben Diddy. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's easy. Like it's all like I it's always easy to give a you know, like we talk about these guys giving financial advice. It's easy to tell you how to live well, how to get money and do this when you already have it. Mm-hmm. You get know what I'm saying? And all you may right. not have even may not have even gotten it the way that you telling me to get it. Yeah. Your daddy may have to tell you. But you wanna tell me, you know, you gotta quit your job. Why work for someone else when you can be a millionaire tomorrow? No, it don't work that way. I need my job because I need my insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who gonna pay for my, my, my meds? Who gonna pay for my physicals? Who gonna you know what mortgage? As soon as I quit my job, I'm gonna something gonna happen medically. I'm gonna need the insurance back. You get what I'm saying? So it's always people can always tell you the way that you should handle things, but not, but if they're not in your shoes and not walking the path that you walk, but they don't know what it takes. To, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For you to do what you need to do. You you you. I, I think one of the toughest thing is to come to the realization and, and it's hard to even live with that that look sometimes you ain't gonna be able to change certain things overnight mm-hmm. and you gotta wait sometimes uh weigh the options out it's a it's a it's a, um, a youtube channel i like looking at a brother called lead attorney mm-hmm. he's a family law uh lawyer and he was talking about uh divorce and custody mm-hmm. and i never ever thought i'd hear somebody say this he said he's told many of fathers to, hey man, leave them kids the hell on. Let, let her have them damn kids. Mm. And his whole logic was, and it, you know, again, as effed up and cold as it sounded, his whole thing was, man, you ain't going to be able to economically afford, that af- kid. A, 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 afford the fight. Right. He said, because after you done paid me and, and all the other stuff, you done maxed out all your cars, emptied out your retirement fund, hell, you're going to damn near have to go into a shelter to live after you got them. Right. And, 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 and it's cold, and that's it's sad. Sad, but that's honest. Right. And, and, and a lot of times, people are not prepared for certain things. Right. You sit here and just say, well, look, man, they ain't did this, they ain't did that. Hey, man, it ain't always going to be that easy, bro. Right. It ain't always going to be that easy. And we start talking about airing our dirty laundry. I think a lot of times people need to sit back sometimes and just say, look, what is the ramifications mm-hmm. of my behavior? If I start want to do this and all this kind of stuff, what, 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 what is it going to get? Well, let me ask you a question. When Aaron Reed was court, you said he didn't think he didn't know he was being recorded about or ran about. That's what he said. Okay, okay. Well, I mean. No, I got you. But just say you didn't. Have to tell him with you, though. Like, okay. I'm with you. you get what I'm saying? Like, I guess, I guess, I guess me nowadays, I guess you got to always expect that somebody might be recording you, I guess. But I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't. Did he not visit the place before he took the job? I mean, I'm just well, asking well, these well, questions. Good question. That's what Reggie Thea said. Uh, the, the athletic director. I seen the interview last night. He said, "Man, he told it. He knew. He said, he said, I don't know why they act like he was surprised. He's okay. seen all this shit.' That's why. That's what I'm wondering. Like, did he not tour the facility before he took the job? Like, did he? I mean, when you go to you go to an interview, you got you usually you go to their place of business well, and interview. Well, that was the thing that he kept saying over and over last night. Was I'm more shocked? He said because he knew what he was getting into. Right. He said that several times. He said he knew, we knew what we were doing, bringing him in. Right. Right? He he and he knew what the hell he was coming into. Okay. And everything. That's, uh, my, that's my question because you ranting about the office and the equipment, but if you've been uh, there to see it, you already knew this. I, I'm going to tell you what I felt like nobody knew. They really didn't know who the hell they were dealing with. Okay. Either side. Okay. See what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. Hey, I can, me and you can be 100. Hey, lab, this is the deal. This is what's going on. Mm. You heard me. I showed you. Uh-huh. But if you ain't really a thorough person or you temperamental or you ain't solid built or whatever, 
you can fold or do certain things, and I don't know that. Right. Because right. the shell I see is just the shell. Right. But with stuff kind of whatever reason, you know, and, and I'm not saying anything could have been like a main trigger to show something, but it just seemed to me that neither side knew, what was knew each other well enough. Right. Uh, uh, that's what's like layering to me. Okay. Because I don't, I, I, I kind of do believe that, you know, again, they showed him around. Mm. You know, again, I do believe that. Right. I do believe that. Now, they may have told him they would have had a claim for then, but what the guy was telling me, oh, I'm not telling me, let me stop, I'm sorry. What the athletic director did say was, he went on the contract. We still getting this stuff together. Mm -hmm. So in essence, he said, shit, we would have had everything together prior to. He said, it kind of makes sense too. He said that Harry wasn't on the contract and that uh, 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 they they thought he was going to be gone already, but he was still around because he was helping bringing these different recruits in. Mm -hmm. So I think they probably were both were right, like, hey, man, well, look, I ain't on the contract, but I'm going to kind of help get stuff together because it's my job. You know, kind of getting everything prepped for itself, even though he wasn't getting paid. Mm -hmm. And they probably like, okay, that's cool. Right, right. And that stuff is cool to some shit like what just happened happened. Happens, right. You know, and, and I believe both both sides on that, like, mm -hmm. hey, man, you know, uh, we're, we're doing it. But I just don't think it seemed like either side knew each other uh, 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 well with that. Okay. I, I, um, the thing you got to sit there and look at it is, um, I think you made it a difficult situation for somebody to want to come into that school. Mm -hmm. And I, but I don't, uh, well, let me say this. Not somebody coming into school. Somebody, there's too many people out there want a damn head coaching job. Mm -hmm. I mean, real talk. Right. You can get somebody else. Now, getting somebody where you probably got the leverage mm -hmm. and, and stuff like different. that, that might be a little different. And I do think it's going to be challenging with, uh, with Ed Reed. For mm -hmm. Now, you probably get a job somewhere. Head coaching, I, I don't necessarily know because he just, that was some temperamental stuff. Right, right. Like, Especially you know, if you already, I mean. And you're a brother. You're a brother. I ain't right. mean to cut you off. Right. That's what stick with me. Because mm -hmm. in my mind, I ain't never seen Kirby and Nick Saban and all them. Mother, remember, right, mother, right. I ain't never seen them. Now, I'm pretty sure, I know they do that at practice because right. they coaches. Right. But to get on like that and stuff like that, and it, it, it goes into the angry black man. He going to be uncle professional. All that kind of stuff like the that. The yeah. stereotype that they already put up labels on us about Real stuff talk. like that. Yeah, I get what you're you know, saying. You know, so it, and that fed into that so much. So now you're sitting there like, okay, will he get another opportunity? I, I think the man to get another opportunity, uh, the coach and everything. He connected enough. Now just to supersede and just get a head coaching job, which I don't think he was deserving of that. I really don't. That's my personal opinion because you got so many brothers out here that have cut their teeth and went through the ranks that probably should have been looked at before. But – he said that he said our thing we're looking at we need money and this guy was a good gatekeeper for that and we felt we could get a system around him mm -hmm. that could support it and i understand that logic mm -hmm. and a lot of times if you don't if you haven't been that kind of capacity of leadership you probably don't see that mm -hmm. you can get kind of like a weaker person here and that may be the the kind of thing that happened with Dion, because Dion had like a lot of, you know, he played and, and everything. Mm -hmm. But you know, listen, you know, if I can surround myself with a good enough team mm -hmm. that that can compensate for all my faults and all my inexperiences, mm -hmm. we probably have something good here and everything. Because that's why the president got a cabinet. That's why the prime minister got parliament. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you know, I got all these subject matter experts that can give me data, and I can. My job is to take the information process and make informed decisions. Mm -hmm. But. I think that's the kind of thing that, you know, uh, uh, probably set up with that. You know? I, I think the, the problem we have, we're going to have now is, you know, everybody's probably was willing to give a, uh, you know, a 
world-class athlete like Ed Reed and Dion, a chance to coach at these HBCUs and even at bigger colleges. But now with this scenario, and I saw, you know, I saw the the, the guy, you know, um, on the video where he was crying and upset because he said he had the other, he had turned out other jobs and other schools for to take the one at Bethune Cookman. I don't think that was necessary. I don't think you know crying on the, on a lie with somebody else about other jobs that you turned down really makes a difference because you know you oh. get what I'm saying. Like it just it it doesn't it doesn't do anything to help the situation anymore. I don't think. No, no, no. You're absolutely right. What he did with that was he showed Ed Reed. That's the Ed Reed that live shows leaves his emotions on his sleeve. Okay. He did not show. A professional head coach, right? That you know, because pre- pretty much, if you if you made it to that level, become a coach, you had a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. And just because you took this opportunity and didn't work out, typically the you know coach speak or the professional thing, not to bring up this, that, and that. Hey, man, good this situation, do this, that, keep it moving, get your next opportunity. Right, right. And but he showed again, that's what you got. Mm-hmm. You didn't hire somebody that has been. Polish, because mm-hmm. you don't went through the ranks. You were position coach, your head coach, kind of like started in an organization. You don't got you some mentors right. that have groomed you to take over leadership, right? You don't went through here, there, now. But when you go from here to there, you don't missed all that steps and polishing. And I think a lot of, but but they knew that. Mm-hmm. And like I said again, you just didn't know it was gonna go there, right? Right. And that's the kind of thing about it. And we say so many times, what well, Rick say, people are already recording and taking pictures. Hey, especially you famous, yeah. But but see. I don't even think that was the issue. I just think that she, he just probably a brilliant guy, probably a great person, mm-hmm. but he probably just fell off the damn cliff like that. Mm-hmm. You okay. seen that? Like you said, man, you probably seen what I seen when he was sitting with his attorney. Right, right, And he right. just, yah, da, 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 da. And the guy was like, hey, bro, right, chill. Hey, hey, the lawyer had to say, bro. He didn't say, hey, he had went, bro, right. chill. Yeah, let chill. me just shut, shut the F let up and let me talk. Shit, right. you know, damn, we ain't gonna make it no money on that. Right, right. He just sitting there, every time he talk, blah, 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 blah. head down. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the fuck? Hey, man. That's the one I saw. Hey, hey, hey. And that viewing probably solidified a lot of stuff. Like, hey, look, look at this. Look at this right here. You know what I'm saying? And you see that's often. That's kind of like what happened a lot of times when people say, well, look, Lab did that night. That'll provoke. Well, look at Lab on this tape. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my coach, you say, I and Scott don't lie. All, and that's what it is. All men apparel said they didn't want to give Ed Reed what he wanted for those kids. I, well, see, that's the thing about it. I don't I don't necessarily. You went on the contract. Right. So you, you, you two or three weeks in. Uh-huh. So you can't, you can't argue that they didn't want to give you nothing. Like, they hadn't even started. Right. They haven't like, solidified, had yeah. solidified your deal yet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But even, like, just so any, any kind of process, think about it like this. Just think about it like this. Like, is it fair to say that I haven't delivered everything that I say I'm going to deliver to you that's going to, just say this is a year process or two-year process. Right. Is it fair to say I haven't delivered everything I say I delivered to you in the first quarter of the first year mm-hmm. or the second quarter of the, sec- of the first year? Like, we got to go through something first. Right, right. So, again, like, realistically, like, I mean, you went to a cash-strapped university, mm-hmm. right? So they say, everybody says cash-strapped. We're doing it. Much. So at the end of the day, like, shit, I don't necessarily know, you know. I just think that neither side thought they were going to be in this position this early in the process. I don't think nobody, you know, again, we can say, well, yeah, they lied to me. Shit, man, like. I, 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 I guess I want to ask all man apparel. Do you think that even even if they didn't 
I guess wanted to give him what he wanted for the kids. I think I think he should have went through the process a little bit better and maybe later on got what he wanted for the kids because I like I said I I, I know he visited the facility. I know he had to know what they had. I mean, if when you go on a job interview, you go on a job interview, you talk to these people, you tell them what you need, what you want, what what you expect. When they tell you what they can do, what they expect from you. I Rick, mean, this is just tiff. This is just how it goes at a regular job interview. Man, Reggie Thea said last night interview. No, we do not have a training facility. Mm. No, we do not have a locker room. Now, this is at a damn university. Uh, with, with, with a down a regular football. He's saying the athletic team we don't have that. Mm. So he's saying you know we don't have that. He said his lot his thing. What he was saying that at the city of Daytona. It's kind of restricted. They can't spend, you know, again, me personally, I still think it goes back to alumni not taking care of theirs. Because mm-hmm. I don't give a damn. Like, it doesn't matter. I think you still have enough. Again, these schools are over 100 years old. Mm-hmm. I think they have enough. Put pooling in. Let's, damn, uh, uh, 10,000, 100 people. 10, let's just, I know you got enough alumni that 50 people get 10,000. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's that difficult right. to get. You know, fun. I think it's people make things difficult, things they don't want to do. But you just can't go there with, with certain demands. Mm-hmm. And like I said, again, what the things we see these PWIs and these, these major white universities doing, they're able to move a certain way because they take care of their stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't mean they don't steal. Don't mean they don't have no fraud or right. anything like that. But they are not going to let their stuff uh, 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 sink under. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody want to talk about that. Nobody want to talk about that. Real talk. Nobody want to talk about that kind of stuff and everything. And it, it it's uh, 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 it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Real talk, man. It's unfortunate. Hell, uh, uh, Morehouse, uh, with all that money we talking about, they didn't give a damn about putting no money into that football program. <laughs> right. Them kids, them, you know, out there, you know, barely having a football field. Come on, dog. Right. Morehouse get two hundred seventy-three million, two hundred seventy-eight million. Come on now. And you talking with eight hundred and six million, and they probably could get just donations would actually can fill or rebuild it. But they, if they choose not to put that into their football. Uh, uh, football, I get it. But they're not known for football, are they? Well, well, they are for medical. Well, I don't necessarily know if the issue what you're known for. At the end of the day, you write that narrative, you create that narrative what we want to be and everything. Uh, I would, you know, undergrad at Georgia State. They've tried to make a lot of money. You know, they built uh, about. Uh, Turner Field, mm-hmm. they've turned that to a stadium, so they've been trying to do it the past couple. They've had uh, decent athletes that came through and stuff, but you create that narrative mm-hmm. of what you want, you know, to, to to have at your school and stuff like that. Because the thing of it is, is that once you got that going, that can be a major revenue generator, mm-hmm. you know, w- 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 with doing that. Because mm-hmm. um, you seen what Dion did. Dion brought ESPN, to HBCUs. Mm-hmm. That's TV contracts. That's right. money that's coming in that they hadn't had before. Right. So again, if you have the right person in place, you can be you can that can be a whole revenue generation revenue generator. You ain't even worry about damn uh, uh, tuition and things like donations like right. that machine paying for it. I can't even imagine how much money. That I'm, I'm sure the football team takes care of pretty much the whole damn college. Oh yeah. We, we ain't even talking about and you know you so you're looking at we got all these you know all this other stuff, but you can't tell me that. That's the school. I'm, I'm pretty sure that takes care of the damn school, two or threefold, and they're still getting donations and stuff like that for when they want to make a new basketball facility. They want to make a new science thing like that. That's the thing about it. We can actually do the same things. Ain't got to be at that level. But right. damn sure to be in a position where these kids ain't got that man say he said last night they ain't have a locker room. This the athletic director, but he said he knew that. Right. He damn sure said that he knew that. Oh man, the peril said. Um, 
that's what happened. He seen all that was needed, and they saw money that they had to spend and wasn't going to trust Ed Reed's process. Uh, did he have a process though? I, I don't know. Did he I, say? Did but, he, but, but, I mean, but, I guess they all have a pro. They all think what they're gonna do, right? But 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 to that point, I don't I don't know. I mean, that's just so early into it, right? It's like twenty five days into it. Like yeah. no one had a chance to show what either one, either side could do. Am I correct? Like no, he no. Ed, to be honest with it, Eric didn't have a chance to show what he could do. Uh, I think they basically got rid of him. Oh, didn't ratify his contract based on his, um, based on that, that video of him cussing, yeah, right? That rant. I don't think, I don't on think that, that rant, that's yeah. it wasn't it wasn't based on the fact of what he could do for the college and for the future and, and for money that could be brought in for the football team. It was basically based off that rant. So yeah. no one had a chance to show either side what the, what could be done or what could happen. But, you, but but to that point, you see, there was no positive income outcome about that because to that to the point of that, you know, hey, if they worried about the money. I think they would have let him do some damn BS. That's if, what I'm if saying. they were concerned about that, if they were really wanting money, I was about to say that. Yeah, I, I, I think we'll bring him on in. We don't give a damn the damn fool. Right. He bringing us money. Right. You know, I, I, and that's what I, that's why I'm glad you said it because, to be honest, Bethune Cookman jumped the get, jumped jumped the gun too. I mean, if yeah. they going back just that video, that rant, they didn't give that man totally. a chance to see totally. say to to show anything. Totally agree. You get what I'm saying? Totally. So they jumped the gun. If they're really worried about the football team. They really worry about the money that they need to be getting to the college. Sometimes you look over things in order to make the future brighter. You say, "Man, he was cussing," and we are a, a Christian-based or a, a, you know religious-based college, but we need this money. You I, get what I'm saying? I, I think I think it was less. You know, again, this is me running my mouth right now, but I think it was less had to do with him cursing. I think it was more so that if we let him disrespect us on this level. You know, just like you have that one, like, lay I can be on the team making me money. You, you part of my organization, you making me a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But if I show, if I let it be seen, your insubordination, I'm going to make a whole lot more laughs, and it's just going to run amok. Because the inmates can't run the asylum. Yeah. And that's one of them things I think probably with that, uh, 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 with, I think that was more the case. But I, 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 but I, and I get what you're saying. Don't get me wrong. I get what you're saying. But sometimes you got to see if this is a one-time scenario. This just one-time thing. Like the frustration may have been built up at that point. We don't know how many conversations they had. You know, coming up to the video being made. Great point. But this is the thing that I would say with, with that situation, because I'm not disagreeing with you with that. But I've never been in that capacity of leadership over a university. Right. So experience may have taught me nip that shit in the bud on the first time. Right. We can be looking at it like, man, maybe give him a second chance. It might be terrible in the process. But experience. But I was you doing are that, a business man. owner. You've owned many of businesses. Yeah. And you've dealt with many of people. But I ain't been in that capacity. It doesn't matter. It, business is business. Okay. Money great, is money. Great point. Remember I gave that, that story about my salon. Right. I, and I, I sat there today. and looked at it. When I had that counselor in there, uh-huh. I said right in and there, I see why when people buy New companies, why the hell they fire the people that was in the past? Because you got a culture you're trying to bring in. In one inkling, you see that they trying to uh, uh, tank what you're trying to do new. Right. I seen then because I, them, when I bought that salon, the girls that were there that didn't like me, they stopped poisoning people. Okay. So I had to get everybody the hell up out of there that wasn't on Team Poochie. Okay. And that was the thing about it because what happened? They called the damn state on me. They're doing all this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. they didn't like me. I had to get them the hell up out of there. So I say all that to say... It's different, not necessarily from the experience standpoint, but 
if you're working in construction, music, mm -hmm. some scenarios got to be handled differently. That's okay. why I say in that capacity, I'm just speaking in all fairness. Right. It, because I've never been in that position, experience might have taught that man, hey man, listen, look, his ass like this, we got to get his ass the hell up out of here. Mm -hmm. You know, again, you like, you know, I, and I'm and, and I feel what you're saying. Like, hey man, that's too early in the process. Right. He might just had a bad day, but some position we can't play. Or he may have been just passionate about yeah. trying to get this getting this football program going. Like, and we don't like I don't like. I guess my thing is we don't know what the college told him on day five or, or day fifteen. They may have said, you look, tomorrow we're gonna have you a new office and we're gonna have it painted. We're gonna have you a new desk. We're gonna start getting in helmets on the day seventeen. And it's day twenty five, and he having the uh, he day twenty, and ain't nothing. This well, that could have been the case because he went on the country. I'm just saying though. With okay, I guess that, the, that's what we're getting back. It was too early right, in the process, right, probably right, on both right, sides. Right. It but, was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but it's kind of hard for you to complain about a damn job you ain't already got. You ain't got. Okay. What was the old man apparel say? Uh, Every didn't realize he's not Dion, meaning he can't be as live as Dion. And I don't think he was trying to be Dion. I I, I agree well, with you. I was about to say that. Well, 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 well he's not Dion, real. right? Yeah, I bet Dion ain't gonna do like that. No, other than white folks in Boulder, right? I bet you don't do that, right? Oh, they'll let they let. Hey, I, I guarantee you that. Hey, 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 he's gonna be professional, mm -hmm. but he ain't gonna book it. I, I guarantee you that. And if he does, they ain't gonna keep him, right? They ain't gonna keep him. You know, a lot of times white folks gonna be very cool with you as long as you stay in compliance. Mm -hmm. As long as you're making the money, you start doing embarrass them. Hey, we're gonna go in a different direction. But look, as long as you make it, see, you said you said a key component right there. Ed Reed didn't have a chance to make them money. Well, so even 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 the Boulder and the, the white folks at the other colleges will give you a chance, will give you opportunities as long as you're making them money and being beneficial to their program. But once you stop doing that, they gotta start going oh. in another direction. Well, now. Lab, I'm gonna be I'm be real with you for a second. Oh, uh, uh, I don't think none of them gonna tolerate the fines. I don't care if you're making money for them or not. I and, and I'm 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 reaching right now in my database to try to think of a, a, a this brother that booked it, white folks that owned it, and they kept him around. Okay. And I'm and I'm going blank. I'm going blank right now. That's what I'm saying. I'm like. He still ain't going to own give a damn. He's making money for him. Right. Oh, we going to remind you this us. All right. Real talk. Real real talk, lab. You scratching your face. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm trying, to think of, I'm trying to think of one, too, like in the sports world. Like, uh, no. I don't know. Hell no. Now, 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 damn one. Right, At right, the end right. of the day. Oh, oh, yeah, really? You think this? No. No, sir. Okay. No, sir. Okay. I'm going to no. look it up now. I got to see. <laughs> you guys can be like one of the damn explorers. <laughs> man, it's been a great conversation, man. But listen, we don't went probably about an hour and a half, man. About an hour oh man, listen, man, it's been a great conversation. But I, just, if, if, in, in pardon, guys, I just want to say if I can leave anybody, anybody with anything is that um, be mindful when you speak. Mm -hmm. And and a lot of times we got to make sure that we understand that. Once it's out there, like I said again, it's out there. And everybody ain't got to know your business. That's from a personal, professional standpoint. Mm -hmm. And you can actually hurt relationships, you know, whatever. Personal, professional, however you want to look at it. Friendships, because of the decisions you made, because sometimes you couldn't be cool. Mm -hmm. Sometimes step away from it, reflect, calm down or whatever and everything like that. 
even when people do you wrong, you may have gotten them back, but in the grand scheme of things, from an optic standpoint, you might have damaged yourself. Because mm -hmm. people say, I ain't no lab going to act that way. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And uh, so that's why I say just kind of be cool with that. And, I, and that's why we start talking about airing our dirty laundry. Far too often, you know, especially in the black community, we can't afford to be sitting here talking about each other like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you can say, well, he shared the likes on the HBCU. At the end of the day, okay, if Bethune-Cookman is hurting for money and he kid protesting, now, on, we're going to say one thing, too. Just to your point, hey, y'all seen that school looking like that mm -hmm. when y'all went down, went down to uh, sign up for school? Mm -hmm. Most of them. Right. Most of them did. Some may have some that. Well, not, but I would assume most of the school. The flip side of it, even you got alumni and all this other kind of stuff, still going to go back. So what the hell y'all want us to do? Right. What the hell do y'all want us to do? We still need the money. Mm -hmm. You know, or, or there, there are things that sometimes just don't need to be taking care in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Don't you see too many times you see brothers sit here and talk about what black folks did in black. We don't want to do that. Right. We don't want to do that. And I really be stretching the reach and hear Asian people talking about other Asian people in forums, mm -hmm. public damn forums. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? Why we do that? You know, saying right, you know right. that man doing wrong. Hey, bro, let me holler at you. Mm -hmm. Everybody, everybody ain't got to know that. Right. But we don't want to have these damn forums about how what our women and what black women ain't doing, what black men ain't doing right, and all this other kind. Of who the hell else? Right. Who the hell else do that? Mm. And how that shit working out for you? Right. How, you know what I'm saying? To sit here and demean another brother, demean a sister, demean us as a whole. What, what the hell are they getting you? Mm. And far too often, people don't want to sit and look at it because at the end of the day, once I don't start talking about you, then I start still dealing with you. I look stupid now. Right. You see what I'm saying? Well, lab was just tripping back then, dog. You know, we, we cool now. No, you said all this stuff about them. Right. Now you back, you know. <laughs> And I think that's probably the the, the, the bigger problem. Mm -hmm. The bigger problem. We do too much stuff and everything. Just you, know, you think about it for a second. Why the hell are we talking about that? Because mm -hmm. I know we, you know, we got ways. I joke when I start talking about your cousin and all that yeah, kind of right. stuff. But I'm never going to get to the point where I start doing it because, hell, your cousin also pay my, my bills. bills. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> shit. <laughs> so right. during them times, right. my cousin too. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted, but far too often people don't necessarily want to. I don't know. Just step back sometime and think. And I think sometimes, but you know, being impulsive, being irrational, it come back and bite you in the butt. So you know, like I said, pardon guys. I would just say, just just be mindful of what you let out in the street, mm -hmm. or what you want to make sure you know let let everybody hear and, and know about your situations, or uh, other people and stuff like that. But even black folks in general, mm -hmm. because even though me and you may not necessarily have a personal relationship, I'm still black. Right. You still black too. Right. And and, and stereotype stereotype, well uh, that ain't me. Sometimes I you know, folks will feel because I got something you ain't got nothing that make me better off. People see what they see. Yeah. You know they, what I'm saying? There's a book I read and I you know, I always read books and, and uh it's a Greek philosopher, uh, Seneca. He mm -hmm. says, Never explain anything until you have to. Because uh silence is sacred. There you go. You know what I'm saying? There you go. <laughs> there you go. But listen, man, I want to tell everybody from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate everybody tuning in. I really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, uh, all man apparel, I appreciate all the comments. Yeah, I hate when we do it too, but I, I appreciate everybody joining in. But listen, I just want to give this quick disclaimer. And this for anybody, and this for all the shows on, you know, Misfits Radio, Misfits TV, we got this phone here for a damn reason. Right. <laughs> we need that phone to ring. I need this phone to ring. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I would really appreciate if people start calling in because 
I was one of the main people campaigning <laughs> to do it. Right? Right. You know, and, and, and so listen, we got it here. Hey, let's let's use it. And, and it's, it's only going to make the shows better. Right. And that's for everybody's show. So let's, you know, let's do a better job. Just, you know, add to the conversation. Because like I said, it's just going to make everything better for all of us to enjoy the conversation we're moving right. with it. I think we wanted a, one of the few shows that you can call in live. Yeah. I think we wanted a few. Everything else is live. You can comment. You can, you know, uh, come on uh, the Instagram live and Facebook live and YouTube live and eat the radio live. And we, you still can call in live and be heard through all that stuff. There you go. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I think it's good. Next show, next show, they're going to come in. They're going to talk to us. There you go. We're going <laughs> to be out of this. But listen, guys. I'll be back next week with Mr. Short Dollar. Love you guys with all the love and support and everything. Hey, matter of fact, I do want to get one one thing. I did a live feed last night with Mr. Short Dollar, and uh, the video was, uh, um, what was the passive income ideas for singers in 2023? Because I did, uh, I have a lot of people that are hitting age 40, 50 years old. They haven't actually been proactive as far as getting ready for retirement. So I gave a video in regards to just different ideas you could be doing if you're nearing or you've reached retirement age. Uh, 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 extra revenue generators, you know, passive income uh, path that a person can take. So check out that on my other channel, Mr. Short Dollar, uh, uh, when you get a chance, okay? Love you guys. Be safe out there. Stay warm. Talk with you soon.